Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello and welcome to the show today. So glad you're hanging out with us. Thanks so much for being here as we talk about the cheapest health insurance for college students. Nice. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. A credit union that offers Bitcoin? Give me five. For a limited time only, get $5 of free Bitcoin through the Southland Credit Union app. Enrollment is quick and easy. There's no hidden fees, and you can conveniently fund Bitcoin purchases directly from a Southland account. Claim your free Bitcoin today by going to thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland. Bitcoin accounts and services provided by NIDIG. Not NCUA insured. Restrictions apply to Bitcoin bonus. See terms. And don't forget to check out thecollegeinvestor.com slash Southland to sign up. All right, let's get to it. If you're a college student or a graduate student looking for inexpensive health insurance options, maybe you're going off to college for the first time. Maybe you're an older student who no longer gets health care under your parents' insurance. If any of this is true, the guide today outlines what your options are and when you should consider these options. So first of all, let's talk about your parents' health insurance. I know if you're under 26 or even 29 in New York, your parents can generally keep you on their insurance plan, which is nice. Generally, if you're going to school in-state, your parents' health insurance plan is going to cover all of your medical needs. If paying for you isn't a financial hardship for your parents, this can be a cost-effective way to you to stay for you to stay covered. I did this. But before you decide this is definitely the coverage option for you, let's consider a few drawbacks to this. A lot of health insurance plans are state-specific, and the in-network doctors might be limited to a few near your parents' hometown. If you're headed out of state, you might want a different or even a supplemental insurance option. This can especially be important to consider if you've got a chronic condition that might require regular appointments. Another drawback to being on your parents' insurance is the cost to your parents. Some parents may not be able to afford to pay for your insurance anymore. Before assuming that your parents are just willing to keep you covered, <laughs> go ahead and have a frank conversation about the costs and whether your parents can handle them. If you've got a decent job while you're at school, you might want to consider reimbursing your parents for the cost of keeping you covered. Now let's talk about school-sponsored insurance. These are the programs that are often a good fit for international students who need health insurance coverage while they're in the States. The plans tend to be fairly affordable, too, and after paying for the premiums, coverage at the on-campus medical centers may be free or at least very inexpensive. Coverage tends to run from the start of one semester to the end of it, with up to a few weeks of overlap. However, school-sponsored insurance plans aren't going to be perfect. If you need to see a specialist, the specialist may not be covered or at least only be covered at a higher rate. Some school insurance plans allow you to add dependents as well, including your spouse or even kids, while others don't. Additionally, school-sponsored insurance isn't always the most cost-effective options, especially for students who need insurance for a spouse and dependents. Now, before you buy school-sponsored insurance, be sure to compare the plan to the alternatives. Even though you're eligible for school-sponsored insurance, you and your spouse and children, if applicable, may be eligible for health insurance subsidies or even free health insurance. So, for example, 
you might qualify for free health insurance, Medicaid, if you are legally independent, student who has a fairly low income. Additionally, students who are also parents may find that children qualify for CHIP, which is just Medicaid for kids. And then before enrolling in your school health insurance plan, be sure to fill out an application on the healthcare exchange at healthcare.gov or your state's equivalent to learn the cost of options available to you through the exchange. Okay, now Medicaid, let's talk about that for a second. If nobody claims you as a dependent on your taxes and you don't live with your parents, you might qualify for free health insurance through Medicaid. No kidding. Medicaid is typically reserved for low-income earners, which includes many college students who are focused primarily on their studies. Your ability to qualify for Medicaid will depend on whether you're a dependent, by tax standards, whether you live with your parents, your income, and, of course, some other factors. But if you're a student with a spouse or kids, your spouse or your children might qualify for Medicaid even if you get your insurance elsewhere. You can apply for Medicaid through the Federal Health Care Exchange or through your state's exchange. The Health Care Exchange. Perfect segue to this one. Okay, higher-earning students and those who live outside their parent state might find that buying health coverage through the Health Care Exchange might actually be their best option. When you buy insurance through the healthcare exchange, you may qualify for premium tax credits. Your credits depend on a few factors, though. Your household income, which includes your parents' income if you are a dependent, your household size, including your parents if you are a dependent, and whether you're eligible for employer-sponsored health insurance in your state. If you don't have employer-sponsored insurance and your parents' insurance isn't your best option, a plan through the healthcare exchange could be a good option for you. Now let's move on to catastrophic coverage plans. If you're healthy, under the age of 30, and a high-income earner, a catastrophic health insurance plan available through the healthcare exchanges could actually be a decent option for you. So catastrophic plans have fairly low premiums, but you can't use a premium tax credit to reduce the premiums, by the way, but they have very high deductibles. The plans cover certain preventative expenses, but you're going to have to pay for most medical expenses out of your pocket. While the high deductible is a major drawback to these plans, they do make sense for high earners who need to buy their own health coverage. Just be sure this is truly your best insurance option. Often, a school-sponsored health insurance plan will offer better coverage at a similar or even a lower cost. And if your income is less than 400% of the federal poverty line, which is $49,960 for a single person in the lower 48 states, you're probably better off buying a traditional insurance plan through the healthcare exchanges. Employer-sponsored insurance. This is the last type of insurance for college students to consider. The employer-sponsored health insurance plan. Several large employers offer health insurance as a benefit to employees who work full or even part-time. Depending on your working schedule and your employer's health insurance policies, you might qualify for this insurance. If you or your spouse qualify for employer-sponsored health insurance, you won't qualify for tax credits through the health care exchange. However, you may still qualify for Medicaid, school-sponsored insurance, or even your parents' health insurance plan. The quality and cost of employer-sponsored health insurance plans vary, of course, by employer. So just be sure to compare your option, if you have one, to other options. If you're a side hustler, you can also look at services like 
sidecar health. There's another option yet, and I have experience actually using one of these, a health sharing ministry. So health sharing ministries are an alternative to traditional insurance, but act in a very similar way. Now, these are organizations in which the members of the organization actually share in the healthcare costs of the organization. These ministries are exempt from the individual mandate requirement, and thus, if you use one, you're not going to face a tax penalty. These programs, though, do typically require adherence with specific religious or other principles, so because of that, might not be suitable for everyone. There are also risks of not getting the coverage you need because you don't meet certain requirements. However, most users of health-sharing ministries are extremely happy with the cost and care they receive. It's really cool, and it's an incredibly popular option for young adults, especially those who are self-employed and are active in the gig economy and don't have access to other insurance plans. We have a complete review that you can check out of MediShare, which is one of the most popular ones, at thecollegeinvestor.com. You can also find all kinds of links to everything we talked about today right inside this article. All you have to do is copy and paste the title of the podcast in the search bar at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today. We hope it was helpful to you, and we'll talk to you again real soon.